Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to another grand and glorious day in the best little city in America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're going to spend a couple hours here engaged in what we like to call energetic and entertaining conversation on local, state, national news and politics. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Black Hills, skunks maybe. I'll explain that later. And also, um, what uh, what your what your car, what potholes may be costing you. So we've got all kinds of good stuff. Uber producer Dan Peters is here to keep you updated on the latest news and weather. And you heard Dan at the top of the hour. Thanks for spending some time with Dan and I. We do appreciate it. You can always listen live on your radio, in your car, whether you're driving around, uh, sitting in sitting in your uh, uh, lovely home or apartment, maybe streamed live on KSO.com or using the KSO mobile app. And remember, we're on Facebook Live where I've just been told by one of my friends, Gene, that it's a nice day for a ride. And you know what? He's right about that. And that's my plan after work. I am going to go for a ride after work. I have to. It has to happen, people. Also, remember our Twitter account, at P. Lally Show, right here with Dan Peters, who monitors the Twitter feed for us here. We see he does a fine job of it, keeping people updated, posting links, resources, photos, and the like. Speaking of riding my bike, man, Dan, is it nice out. It is like finally the, you know, the difference is the sun, man. It's out. It's good. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. I had to look over my shoulder to see if it was still, in fact, out. Uh, I've been in the building for a little while now, but it was it was nice to breathe some fresh air earlier today. Yeah, you always want that confirmation because you don't want to speak incorrect. No. You can let a little glance over the shoulder. You know what the best weather report is, Dan? Looking Ooh. out the window. There you go. <laughs> so that's what I did, and I can see that the sun is still out. So that's wonderful. I hope that you're able to enjoy some of the day. You know what I figured out today, Dan? I'm going to make, I, it's, I have to do this. I have to make the leap. I got to buy a new phone. Oh, your phone has finally met its useful end. Well, this one lasted me a long time. So I've been an iPhone guy for, since the iPhones were available in the greater Sioux Falls metropolitan area. Okay. Which goes way back. Right. Well, they're 10 years old, these smartphones, but yeah. probably what, eight? Something like that. So I'm up to, I've just taken my phone apart here. Uh, I, can't even t- I can't even remember what I got. I think I got a six now. I'm trying to see on the back here. I can't even read it. Why did, Dan, why do they make the print so small? <laughs> As I've gotten older, the print has gotten smaller. Uh. I think it's a six, six, six S, something like that. And uh, I've had for some time like a problem with the connection. It charges, but the connection like with the cord and the little slot there, it's not good. And I think it's busted in there and I don't think you can fix that. And it's just time, time for a new phone. But I don't know how this, you know, like I said, I've been an iPhone guy forever and I had a droid before this and I know they've come a long ways. So now I've got a decision to make. Do I stick with the iPhone or do do I make the leap and go to something else? Well, I guess the decision time that it can be only yours to make. I'm scared, Dan. (laughs) And now I don't know, you know, that because Apple has changed the way you buy an iPhone to some degree. And I don't, I haven't kept up on the details. Actually, I haven't had to, but I think I've had this phone for four years, maybe three years at least. Things have changed a lot. There've been like two iPhones since then. I know because the the high grade that's the I, the X yeah is now available, but those are a thousand dollars. Whoa! I'm not buying that. But there's I think you can still like go in and get a phone for a couple of hundred bucks, right? I there are people who will sell you a phone used <laughs> or new. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they'll they'll do the they'll they'll put you through the ringer. That's for sure. A refurbished phone, perhaps. I don't want to spend $1,000, but I think the eight, I think if you get an eight, you can still go the old way. Like, okay, my contract is up. I'll re-up for two years or whatever. And, or they want, a, they want a monthly fee out of you. Like you're just renting the phone, rent to own. 
That seems like a, I don't like that. They, I don't, you're not paying the real cost that you're paying something above that. Yep. There are, every time you turn around, man, every time you turn around. But then if you go without, then you are not as effective no. as you were prior to times when we did not have cell phones. I have to have it. I, there's no question about it. I could go back to the slider and just text, you know, no, none of these fancy apps or anything, just, just a slider. Then emojis just become little blobs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's probably not going to work either because too many of my friends like use, are over emoji-ish. They over emoji, you know? Over emoji. <laughs> we, you can't have that. Um, also, do you think these things, here's what I've been noticing more and more as I started to do some. You just run across the uh, people that say that the phone's listening to you. So, like, if you say, man, I could use a hamburger. Next, next time you turn it on, you go to Google or you go to Facebook or something, boom, you get a hamburger ad. Or if you say, gosh, I need a new phone, <laughs> it pops up with new phones. Shazam. Do you think that's true? I do know that if in the right combination of words, it will activate the personal assistant on the phone. So I am not going to say the name of the person that is mm-hmm. used because right. the next thing you know, ding, then it's like, no, I did not want to say that. That'd be weird. It's, I, I, it's happened before. And uh, When I've even said the word seriously. <laughs> and it's popped up. Not this time. Oh, thank good. goodness. That's good. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go, I think after work, I'm going to, after I get off the air here, I'm going to pop over. I'm a Verizon customer. I can say that, can I? You pop, are? Pop yeah. across can, the street You can here. say that. Go to the Verizon store, get a new phone, come back with some, come back with some big old thing that I can't even put in my pocket. Well, the, um, of course, I know there's a remote control that I've never, you know, they, they always seem to slip out of my hand, so I have to have mine locked down tight. Yeah, that's right. Like on a on a zip line to your body, sort of like your keys. Bam, that'd be handy. Ooh, that could be the next new innovation. Yeah, you just instead of the belt buckle clip, which I I, I I don't mean to disparage anybody out there who runs the belt buckle thing or the belt loop thing. I just can't. That's I wore mine out. Did you? I did. In and out. In and out. <laughs> just yeah, click, 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 yeah. click, 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 and then all of a sudden, poof. oh. I just put it in my pocket. So it's got to be a phone that I can put in my pocket. So that narrows it down a little bit. Anyway, uh, my phone issues are not your issues, but I'll let you know how it goes. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, our guests include Jody Schwan, our old friend Jody Schwan of Siouxfalls.business. She's going to be here to discuss all kinds of good things that are happening. We'll talk probably a little bit about the Sioux Steel news and a lot of other stuff that Jody knows, that only Jody knows. Blogger Pat Powers of the South Dakota War College will give us his perspective on the political world. And did you know that of all the new cars sold in 2017, one-third of them did not come with a spare tire? I Neither did I. I'm shocked by that. Marilyn Buskell, Manager of Public and Government Affairs at AAA South Dakota. She's going to be with us and tell us why that's important in the pothole season. The Buffalo Maiden will make a rare Wednesday appearance for weird friends from the Black Hills Bureau, and I'll have a P&L statement just after the break. Today's topic, diversity and inclusion in our city. That's all coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 319 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Oh, yeah, getting closer to free here on the PL statement today. As we look through the news, a couple things going on there. You got, uh, first of all, this thing with Trump calling Putin, right? You, have, you, have you heard about this? Have you seen this? So, Trump calls, the President of the United States calls the uh, Supreme Leader of the uh, former Soviet Union, now known as the Russian Federation, and. Uh, congratulates him on his lopsided victory in uh, yet another term uh, in his president for life run. And 
he congratulates him. All right, you know, hey, hey, Vlad, uh, how you doing, huh? Way to go on the election, huh? I wish mine were that easy. And, uh, you know, buddy calling buddy, I guess. Um, but he didn't he didn't raise any issues with him when he's got him on the phone. He just says, way to go, buddy. You know, don't worry about that meddling in our election. Don't worry about, you know, trying to kill uh, those uh, couple people in uh, London. Don't worry about that. Just chill, baby, chill. Instead, uh, you know, this according to the New York Times, Mr. Trump kept the focus of the call on what the White House said were shared interests among them, North Korea and Ukraine, overruling his national security advisors who had urged him to raise Russia's recent behavior. We had a good call, Mr. Trump told reporters in the Oval Office, where he had just welcomed Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam of Saudi Arabia. We'll probably be meeting in the not-too-distant future. So he congratulates him, doesn't ask him about anything else, despite warnings from his national security team. Eh, that seems bad. I'm just going to say that. It doesn't seem like a good idea. Certainly doesn't help his case. He's getting beat up over it pretty hard. Anyway, what I want to talk about today is a local issue, uh, the diversity resolution that came before the city council last night, introduced by Councillor Pat Starr. Uh, you know, it's just a resolution, uh, but it's uh, affirming uh, it's uh, that, you know, we are a place, a city uh, that is open and welcome, and we uh, stand against uh, racism and racial discrimination and xenophobia and related intolerance. Um, it was drafted with help from the uh, AFL-CIO, Local Labor Council, and that represents... Uh, about 5,000 union members, according to Mr. Sneevy's article in the Argus Leader today. Uh, but it's a nice resolution. It passed unanimously. And uh, I, what I find refreshing about this resolution, and again, it's just a statement. It doesn't mean anything other than saying, in general principle, we believe these things. And a lot of that stuff goes through, no big deal, right? National, you know... Sioux Falls Walnut Day or whatever. Um, but what I like is that there's a degree of unanimity to it. There's not a bunch of arguing over it. It's hard to know what's in people's hearts, of course. But I do believe that on the whole, my city is a welcoming place where all people mostly can feel welcome. Okay, it's not nobody's perfect. Nowhere is perfect. There are incidences. There are situations where uh, people say and do things that um, I think are outside the bounds of uh, how you would treat another human being, certainly. But there's opportunity here. There's a chance to live a uh, relatively prosperous life uh, free from um, the uh, oppression of tyrannical governments in other places, uh, free from um, a lot of the urban issues that are out there uh, and just, you know, a, a good place to live. That's why we live here, right? But we, as I've said many times, we need people. And this sentiment, whether it's philosophical, humanitarian, or practical, it's the right one. And here's the thing. It stands in stark contrast to much of our state and certainly often what happens at the legislature where we continually have these uh, debates and suggestions and conversations that uh, ultimately embarrass us in many ways um, and simply expose bigotry. And that's all you can call it. It's bigotry. That gives all of us a black eye in much of the nation. It makes companies, uh, it, it, it takes us out of the running sometimes for uh, economic development. Companies move here particularly in the tech sector, no tech company is going to relocate to a place where they don't think their employees, whether they're LGBTQ, racially and ethnically diverse, or non-Christian, that they won't feel welcome. And to me, what this resolution says is we, we aren't like that, that not everybody in South Dakota, and there's room for diversity of opinion, that's not what I'm saying, but often these uh, 
conversations about uh, refugee resettlement or immigration or many of the social issues, uh, you know, bathroom bills and all the rest uh, cloud what can be, uh, what is, I think, a very uh, diverse and welcoming and open city. And that's what I consider Sioux Falls to be. A city with problems, certainly, challenges, just like everybody else. But when your city council will sit at, stand up and say, we are united in these basic principles, that this is a place where we uh, don't, uh, don't foster racism, we don't foster xenophobia, and we don't foster the kind of attitude that other places uh, may do. And don't listen to our, that we are not this legislature. We are not a few legislators who cause this ruckus. And they, can, they have every right to do that. But this city is not them. And this city is open. It's open to people from around the country, from different parts of the globe. And most importantly, we are open for business and growth and development. And we can talk about how best to grow and all those things that are subpoints under that broader umbrella. But we need people, we need new, we need human capital, we need intellectual capital, we need people who are entrepreneurial, we need people who are willing to work hard to get to a place where they are safe and they are secure in their homes with their families. And you can do that here. And you can enjoy life here. You can enjoy the outdoors and you can enjoy cultural attractions and you can enjoy, enjoy all the food and all the, all the entertainment and everything that comes with having a diverse community that is a good place to live. That's what this resolution says to me. And I'm glad they did it. And I'm glad it wasn't a big deal. So thanks, council. Way to go. Everybody there. Way to go, city. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. It doesn't really mean anything in the broader spectrum, but it sets the stage, and I thank you. That is the bottom line on today's PL statement. Agree or disagree with me? You sure can. Send me an email, patrick at kso.com, or follow us on Twitter at Pilali Show and sh- send us a note there. You can also pop onto Facebook Live and comment as well. Coming up next on the program, after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters. We'll talk with the Buffalo Maiden from the Black Hills Bureau for Weird Friends. That's all coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Three thirty-five on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. And a little trampled by turtles for the, my weird friend, the Buffalo Maiden, out in the Black Hills Bureau. Buffalo Maiden, I played that because that's the kind of thing you might catch up in Rochford somewhere. You know what I mean? Some little some little <laughs> hole-in-the-wall bar, right? Absolutely. You'd only be hopeful that you could catch that up there. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome to see trampled by turtles? In just some, at, at some little... Moonshine Gulch. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Is that the name of that place? <laughs> you know, uh, Moonshine Gulch. Back when the Deadwood, when they used to have Deadwood Jam or whatever in September, they, before it got big, yep. it used to be so fabulous, and all the little bars and joints in town would have just these great musicians just playing in their bar, and none of this, you know, out, I mean, they had a couple bands outside, but it was so fun and so easy, and, and it was great, and now it's not like that anymore. Yeah, that's the way I'm of sure the world. It's still fun, but I know everything has to get bigger more organized. I just, I don't get that. No, me neither. I, we we uh, pine for the old days, don't we, Buffalo Maiden? We pine for the old days when I used to be on Friday. What about all my fans that listen to me on Friday? You keep bumping me to Tuesday. Or no, Wednesday. Wednesday. You're making new fans. I am, okay. I'm going okay. to get rid of the turtles now. There there they go. Um, say, uh, yes. what did I see? Or did You had a skunk? What is the deal? Oh, my goodness. I uh, am driving my dishwasher home the other night uh, because, you know, that's what I do. And 
I drop him off at his house. He lives slightly out in the country, and he's walking up to his house and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, he's walking back down towards my car, uh, swearing, and uh, <laughs> my windows are down and everything. And uh, he totally got sprayed in the face by a skunk. I mean, it was right outside his house, and he didn't have a light on. Oh. And so he gets sprayed, which, you know, that in and of itself uh, is horrible. And I'm waiting to make sure he's okay and he can breathe. But meanwhile, it's permeating my car, my brand new car, a brand new Highlander, and everything that I have on me and near me uh, is now permeated with skunks. Oh, so my God. I know. It's so, it's so bad. It's so bad. And anybody who's ever been sprayed by a skunk or hit a skunk can understand. It's so bad. Even my dog was, like, not getting in the car at this time. She was freaking out. And he... So this is the Monday night, and I it takes until this morning for my car to not smell. I mean, I've washed it. I've done, and everybody will start calling and telling you what to do. If yep. I hear tomato juice one more time, <laughs> um, that didn't work. Vinegar, hydrogen peroxide, baking soda. Somebody said toothpaste and newspaper. You what? know, put those together in your car, and um, it's just cra- it's crazy. So this poor kid. I call him, you know, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I got my coat washed, I'm good. He washed in this morning, and we all over. He had just gotten it's, used to himself, right? I know, I don't think he can smell himself. It's so bad. It's so bad. And so we made him go to the laundromat, and they uh, helped him with his coat. And he comes back, and we have to bleach. I think it's every. I think it's on his boots at this point in the oh, game. Oh, no. It's so bad. I finally had to send him home. I'm like, we can't, I can't breathe, man. I can't breathe. <laughs> you can't work in a restaurant. The, the, I know. The Sage Creek like Grill, you sense. can't, no. I had a salesman walk in the front door, and this kid's in the back, and he could smell him. Oh, That's how yeah. bad he could no, smell that stuff. Get out. Go home. Go home. But it's a poor thing, you know, he's trying to buy these, uh, is it Alice Cooper that's coming to Sioux Falls? Yeah, Alice Cooper. Okay. He, he wants to come to Alice Cooper? He wants to come. He's coming to Alice Cooper. Oh. He's already got the day off. But he wants the, the it's a like $700 ticket. What? For Alice Cooper. And it, it's, it's not a, all a the tickets. So, no, not all the tickets. But these are special tickets where you can actually have a picture with Alice. Oh, I and see. And then put your face in his guillotine. <laughs> I mean, is that like a real thing? I I'm, don't know. This is the first I'm I, hearing I'm sure of it. I'm sure you already got your ticket. Yeah. But, uh, a meet and greet with Alice Cooper. Well. Yeah. You know, he plays a meet and round of golf. I'd, I'd go golfing with him. But I don't <laughs> want to be put does. in no guillotine. <laughs> I know, because I'm like, uh, and I don't want to be spending, I mean, I hope that he donates. But he, I, he probably donates that money. I would imagine. I'm sure. I'm sure he does. To, um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he was here before. Uh, with the, the rock and roll, the Chuck Brennan rock and roll, uh, school thing. Yeah. School of rock yeah. deal. The Academy. Cause uh-huh. he's got one down in Arizona. So he, he does have this, this sort of charitable foundation thing in Arizona where he. Well, and that's what play. I'm hoping that yeah. this all goes for. Um, the, the guillotine money I, goes right to the kids. It, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money to pay. <laughs> he's going to play. Did you see on Easter night they're doing, um. Uh, which it kind of makes me mad. Jesus Christ Superstar, uh, the music. Um, years ago mm-hmm. at First Avenue in Minneapolis, all of these musicians, in fact, one guy from Sioux Falls was in it, um, would get together and they would they would just do the music for Jesus Christ Superstar, and it was so phenomenal. You're at First Avenue, mm-hmm. and you've got this great. I mean, every top notch musician you can possibly imagine is playing in this band, and Judas is played by this woman who just could. You know, her voice was unbelievable. So now they're going to do this on TV what? with John Legend. No, but Alice well, Cooper's going to be in it. Really? And I'm betting he's going to be Herod because that's got the best. Yeah, he can't. Best. Yeah, he's got to be. That's exactly right. He can't be. He's got to be Herod in that. But John Legend, I don't okay, whatever. This I mean, it was one so of those amazing. Live deals, like when they do live musicals on TV now. I don't know if it's going to be live, but. Um, that's I can't. Weird. Oh, what's her name? Barella, Barella, Sarah, Bar- I don't know. Sure, whatever you say. Sarah Barella. There yeah. it is, Sarah Barella. Yeah, thank okay, you, Dan. thank you. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. <laughs> She's going to be in it, too. So well, I just plug that. You know what I miss? You know what I'm going to miss? One what? of the things that I miss after you 
left town ah, is the Sunday Easter morning brunch. Easter brunch. Yep. Yes. Easter brunch and, a- and, and uh, you know, Bloody Marys. <laughs> All right. For Bloody the Mary. record, for the record, King Herod will be played by Alice Cooper. Sarah Bareilles will be Mary Magdalene. Oh, there you go. Hey. Well, oh, see? Oh, well, see, I, I just guessed on that, but I assume that would be the thing. I, I hope they do it as even close to, you know, what they used to do at First Avenue. Yeah. So. I still uh, I still like the original soundtrack. My mom had that when I was growing up, and we used to play it all the time. It was cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the seventies, it's yeah. still one of the first plays I saw with my parents uh, up in North Dakota, of all places. Jeez. And I still remember that. Buffalo Maiden, uh, thanks for. The, I hope yep. the skunk thing gets better. Just holy crap! You'll have to give us an update <laughs> next week. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show, it's Marilyn Busco from AAA South Dakota. We're going to talk about how come there's no spare tires in cars anymore. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Not trade all of my money for one last pack of strings. 447 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and we welcome on the phone Marilyn Busco from AAA South Dakota. And Marilyn, I, uh, I, thanks for being with us, by the way. Well, thank you for having me. So I saw this note that you had sent out earlier, and what really caught my attention, it was, a, it was about potholes, but what really caught my attention, I couldn't believe this, is that one-third of all the cars sold in 2017 didn't come with a standard spare tire is that how, how is that possible <laughs> i know you're not in the well, car business but wow <laughs> it's wild i think automakers um in an effort to improve to improve fuel economy um looked at ways to reduce the weight and so they swapped out the spare tire for an inflator kit um that's supposed to be able to patch small holes but um they don't always work so well. Yeah, that's what you want on the side of the exactly with the trucks going by. It's bad enough the way it is. How exactly. does this inflator kit work? Yeah, but yeah. that's got to be good. To I mean, now everybody needs AAA, right? Absolutely, everybody can use AAA. It's all about safety. You know? Yeah, exactly. So the other thing that I uh, was in there was th- th- you had this figure uh, from National AAA about the cost of potholes to American drivers. Um, It's kind of stunning. Tell us about that. Well, you know, the surveys show that there's been, that annually uh, U.S. drivers spend $3 billion with a B. Hmm. Um, And so that's a lot of money. Um, On the average, American drivers reported paying anywhere from $300 to over $1,000. On pothole damage. So I imagine that can be anything from, you know, a, a dented wheel or, you know, just a busted up tire can be kind exactly. of expensive. To a dented wheel, to something in the suspension, that would be terrible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it can affect your um, steering linkage damage and all kinds of stuff. So, what you know, we really encourage people to just really slow down, um, mm-hmm. look ahead, and if you see, like, a big puddle, that's usually a pretty good sign that there's a deep pothole underneath it. Oh yeah, that can that can really bite you because you don't see it coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you can um, leave room so you've got some open space at least on one side of your vehicle in case you do need to steer around an object. But um, the other thing is, you know, a lot of people will swerve if they see uh, a pothole and that's not always safe either because you could cause an accident by doing that. Yep. And this is the time of year for potholes. And, you know, people complain about streets all the time. And I'm always like, you know, our streets at some measure are paved with gold. But no matter how good the streets, when you get winter and you get freeze-thaw, you have potholes. Absolutely. And so we yeah. have more than our share. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing, you know... A lot of people don't realize what's in their trunk until they need it. <laughs> so, you know, just just take a look and see what your car comes equipped with. Um, it might surprise you. Oh, that's absolutely true. Uh, I'm, I'm as guilty of that as anybody. 
uh, and not really paying attention to how the spare works <laughs> until right. until it's too late. Exactly. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know, the other thing about spare tires is, you know, back in the old days, Marilyn, you know, when you got the spare out and you had the 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 the, the jack and all that, it, the jacks were terrible. They weren't safe. But you got this big, you know, hunk of uh, iron with a with a with a wrench on the end of it, you know, an open open socket on the end of it, and you could really leverage those lug nuts. But those days are gone too. Now you get this tiny little thing, and you got to like jump on it to get the get the the nuts to spin. Absolutely, and you know, most people don't know how to change a tire. Isn't that amazing? Um, yeah, that, I mean, you know, they, they say sixty eight percent of women don't know how to change a tire. Um, I could do it in. You know, if I was really in dire straits, but it wouldn't be something I'd choose to do, definitely. Yeah, you you never know. To see, that's just it, though, Marilyn. There's instructions, and you never know what you can do until you try. That's absolutely true. And I'm telling you, these new uh, uh, hitch, ja- you know, the uh, bumper jacks, you used to just get like a, a ratchet post, and, a you know, you had to... St- just hook it into that little slot on the bumper and then and it would kind of weave back and forth it was not safe that's right now they've got the little winch ones and you can it's much better anybody can do it people unless you don't have a spare in your car that's that's very problematic for yeah. sure so 800 what did you say what's the number again of damage every year oh oh 3 billion three, annually 3 billion dollars a year in pothole damage that's pretty amazing. It really is. Marilyn Buskell, uh, she's the manager for public and government affairs at AAA South Dakota. Thank you very much, Marilyn, for filling us in on the details of this deal. You bet. Thanks for having me. Coming up next, after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, we're going to talk to Pat Powers. He's with the Dakota War College blog up there in Brookings. We're going to talk about politics. And then Jody Schwann will be in for her fairly regular appearance with us here on the Patrick Lally Show. And, of course, we're going to be talking about business. Stay tuned. That's all coming up later. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Public service announcements with guitar. Know your rights. 3.57 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Hey, everybody, don't forget, tomorrow night is the brouhaha. That's the brouhaha down at the Museum of Visual Materials from 5.30 to 8 p.m. And this is, of course, a big fundraiser, the major fundraiser for Reach Literacy, which provides unique tutoring of adults in the Sioux Empire, and they're a great organization. And we have Paige Sarda on this program from time to time talking about various things going on. They've got a new retail outlet basically over there in the western mall next to shields but from 5 30 to 8 tomorrow night you can enjoy an evening of travel stories by local storytellers another guest of the show thea miller ryan will be one of the storytellers that should be good she tells a nice story that thea miller ryan she's got plenty of stories to tell yes she has lived this woman so she'll be there telling stories and then you can drink beer beer tasting Great food, socializing, silent auction, and raffles. Proceeds, as I said, adult, support adult literacy. Tickets are 50 bucks each or 90 for a couple. 360 bucks for a table of eight. All goes to a great cause. Eventbrite.com. Search for Brouhaha. You'll find it. Coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters. We're going to have Pat Powers. He's a blogger up there in Brookings with the South Dakota War College. We'll talk politics. And Jody Schwan will be with us from Business. Great stuff. You're going to want to stay tuned. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. And some cool jazz from the JAS Quintet there to bring in our next guest, 
I should say this is a Patrick Lally show. I just jumped right in, but our next guest I'm so excited to have on is Pat Powers up in Brookings from the South Dakota War College. He's a blogger. He's a he's a right of center guy, and we love having him on the show. Hey, Pat. Good afternoon. Hi, are you you like a little cool jazz? Because that's where we're rolling today. You know that works for me. <laughs> it's local cool jazz. So there you go. Um, we like to have Pat on because uh, he has a. Uh, perspective on the political world, and we touch base with a few people out there on occasion. And one thing I was uh, kind of interested in, Pat, was you were writing at uh, South Dakota War College or DakotaWarCollege.com that um, there's going to be a primary in, is it District 13 because Mark Nicholson's not running? Uh, That's correct. Mark, uh, it had kind of been quiet for a while. And uh, Mark had, there had been rumors of him not running, but, uh, you know, and certainly he could have changed his mind. He can still change his mind. There's, uh, there's still a couple of days left. But uh, as I understand, he's uh, declining from running for another term of office in District 13 uh, in the House of Representatives. So that, that cut, that's, a, that's a fairly politically active district. And so uh, with, with notice of him not running, it's kind of opened things up very quickly. Yeah, I see. And I had noticed you posted this the other day that Rex Rolfing, former, soon to be former city councilor in Sioux Falls, is running. Uh, Correct. Sue, Sue Peterson's already in that district. Uh, so she'll be running for re-election, but you run uh, for two spots, right? And so, Correct. There, Am- and yeah, there's, this- it's the top two vote getters. Yeah, and so there's somebody, and I don't know, Amber Mo- uh, Mauricio? Mauricio. Yes, that's that's correct. And uh, she, as I understand, is a, uh, a local realtor. And uh, there had been uh, uh, another person who, had, who was circulating petitions, Eric Leggett. Uh, but he, uh, he got looking at the race and decided that uh, he was going to take a pass this year. But I've also heard there's maybe even yet another person or two out there who are still looking at it. I'm kind of surprised, and I, I suppose a lot, as you said, it was kind of quiet that uh, Mark Mickelson, Speaker of the House, um, you know, and, and pretty active a couple of months ago, was still being rumored as a potential gubernatorial candidate. Now he's completely out of uh, politics, or public life at least. Uh, that's a, well, a little but, bit shocking. But but really, is he out of politics? Because he's <laughs> going to be focusing his energy on ballot measures this election. You know, he has his... Uh, uh, he's been a prime backer of raising the tobacco tax to put those proceeds towards uh, tech schools. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if anything, he's probably just clearing his plate to promote a couple issues that are important to him. Yeah, it, well, he's still got some skin in the game, as we like to say. Um, what do you think about him perhaps seeing that his some of his he started a new business not so long ago a consulting firm that does work on uh, agricultural operations feeding operations and do you think that they he started to feel like I can't maybe do both of these things at the same time well but, but and that's not unusual uh, I know that as the uh, as the Republican Party has been working on recruiting candidates for the past few months there have been others who who had stepped forward and said. You know, I'm uh, I'm going to run in this next election, but I, I know one in particular who had been a former legislator, who she had uh, said she was going to run for a, an open seat that was being vacated, and then uh, suddenly shifted gears because she was decided to start a new business. And you know, there there are, are just so many hours in the day, and uh, and I think uh, for those who have been in the legislature. They know that uh, it takes away from the time they they put towards business, especially entrepreneurs like uh, like Mark Mickelson. He he knows he's got to put the time in if he wants his business to be worth the effort he's spending on. And he also could run into conflicts, and that's because he's working in an area now. If he's doing on on animal feeding operations, that's it's always going to be controversial at some measure. There's always going to be legislation dealing with it. Um, it probably at some point becomes untenable to do both. Is that is that really a consideration, do you think? Well, you know, I, I think if Mark wanted to run for District 13, I don't know of anybody who could beat him. 
even if he might be involved in some issues that might be contentious in a different county, uh, just because those are going to be far removed from his local district. Mm. Well, and I, you know, we don't have a good tradition of people declaring conflicts in South Dakota because it's, we, you know, we always say it's a citizen legislature, you know, you can't, everybody's conflicted somehow in something. Um, and so you don't, you don't see a lot of that people saying, I'm not going to vote because I have a conflict here or there or however. Well, you know, in South Dakota, if, uh, you know, if we had every farmer declaring a conflict on ag issues, there wouldn't be many people left to vote. That's always the, that's always the, uh, yeah, no attorneys and, uh, educators. That's, we have educators in the, in the legislature for sure. And it comes up, um, Hey, but, uh, speaking of primaries, you, you, we were talking about 13, but there's a bunch of them. Uh, you've got, you've been detailing them on your blog, uh, dakotawarcollege.com and what are there like five and just in the Sioux Falls area in the Republican Party yeah there's five within the Republican Party uh they're they're popping up all over uh you know uh across the state we'll probably have uh close to a dozen primaries on the Republican side and and we still have till next Tuesday for people to mail in petitions so we may be finding primaries out through the middle of next week. Is that, uh, you think there's more than normal or is it about, about normal for this kind of thing? You know, I, it's, it's hard to say. I, I think, uh, we're maybe running a little above normal, but, uh, it, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, lot of grassroots activity and, and people fired up about politics on both sides of the aisle for different reasons. Uh, you know, up in district, uh, I believe it's eight, uh, no, or no, I'm sorry, District 5, uh, you know, Lee Schoenbeck mm-hmm. uh, decided to jump back in and run for the state Senate uh, for the seat that's being vacated by Neil Tapio is running for Congress. Byron uh, Callies, who's, uh, you know, he, he's a pretty involved guy, had already declared for it. But, you know, I also know Lee was looking at it kind of thinking, you know, if I, you know, he didn't want to be one of those guys who sat around saying, I should have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's going to step up to the plate and and give it a shot. And if he wins, great. If he doesn't, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to lose any sleep over it. No, either. but he's also been dissatisfied at some measure by the direction Mr. Tapio was going with that seat. And he's expressed some dissatisfaction with the hard right. Is that fair to say? Well, I, I, I Lee has, uh, he has his own opinions on a lot of things as mm-hmm. many legislators do, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it's safe to say that, you know, he, he, uh, he's maybe a, a little more moderate than, uh, than Neil Tapio and, and wants to bring a different flavor of representation to Watertown. Yeah, that, I, I see that probably happening. Um, Pat Powers, he is the uh, uh, blogger at dakotawarcollege.com, and he is a regular guest here on the program whenever we can get him. Uh, Pat, I appreciate the time today, and uh, we look forward to those primaries. It's going to be fun. Yeah, look, looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting year. Uh, see you next week. All right. Take care. Coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show, we're going to talk with Jody Schwann. She is the founder and driver of Business, the prolific business site in Sioux Falls. So we'll be right back. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 419 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we bring into the studio our old friend, a frequent guest on the program, Jody Schwan. Feels like it's been a while. It you, has. Been you must a have while. had other exciting things to talk about. But, I'm sure. No, I, I just, uh, just you know, lack of preparation on my part. Just winging it. That's that's okay. Yeah, I feel that's, like that's kind of what we do every day. So <laughs> that's right. So you, since we last uh, had you here. Sioux Falls Business celebrated its one year anniversary. Is that right? Yes, thank you. Um, March fourteenth, Pi Day, as we like to mark it, uh, was one year in business. So that's very exciting. And then tomorrow, I'm only about a year behind, but we're having our Chamber of Commerce ribbon cutting. So <laughs> there you go. Finally got that scheduled. If you're not doing anything, like right now, four thirty oh, okay. tomorrow. Hey, you could do the show remotely that's, we from should. there. We I should am, do the show. I'll talk to you're Dan. You're welcome to come. That would be awesome. Ribbon cutting at 4.30. Our friends at Myers Deli and more. We can talk about this. New downtown restaurant edition. Going to help us out with some catering for our guests. So join us from 4.30 to 6. Carpenter Building, Lobby, Phillips Avenue. 
That's outstanding. Should be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's a great spot there. You'll be down in the lobby, not up in your office. Uh, no. Our office is, is plenty spacious for uh, Rosemary and I yeah. and the occasional <laughs> freelancer who stops in to work from there. But, you know, for I don't think we're going to have a huge crowd. I have no idea. I'm bad well, at predicting I, these things. But it'll be bigger than our office, I think. Depends on how you market it. You know what I mean? You're, you're on the show. Well, so that's I know. A, I'm announcing the lally it to bump. your audience, you know, so... <laughs> You can see the building swelling already. So, uh, t- but we, before we go away from that, uh, the, the new deli that's in the Carpenter Building, um, Keller Green, Keller's Green Grocery was in there, and they uh, shut down. And but who's this new deli now? Sure. So Myers Deli and More is owned by Dan Myers. He's a caterer um, and an award-winning chef. He's uh, he's prevailed in a lot of those local chef competitions that we've seen around town. Uh, so he's got a nice menu. It's it's a classic deli. I mean, you can buy meat and cheese to go, sandwiches on the menu. Um, they've got a little open kitchen prep area there. They have a salad bar, um, hot and cold sandwiches, wraps, hot dogs, bratwurst. Hot dogs. Um, yeah, there's a, a bar. Uh, so it's a coffee bar during the day, and it's beer and wine at night. He's going to be adding dinner here shortly, um, adding brunch pretty soon uh, after Easter, I think, is the plan. And Forming some nice partnerships within our building uh, with Carpenter Bar. He'll be providing the appetizers for Carpenter Bar. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, Dan's doing great. Um, that's a great addition for Carpenter Bar yep. because they didn't really have much. Keller's had done some meat and cheese trays that were really popular. So I oh, know good. that um, given that I've tried the product that Dan has, it'll be great. He's also got a mini marketplace, you know, because there is still a need for mm-hmm. those basic grocery type of items. So you can get milk and cheese from Stenson Family Farms there. You can get ice cream. Um, he's going to be having grab-and-go type of meals for sale there. So it, it's coming along. He's trying to ramp up slowly and, you know, do things right. But I think people will enjoy getting in there to try it. The other attraction that we're bringing into the building for tomorrow is from our friends at Dakota Seafood. They're going to do an oyster bar for us. Oh. Live shucking of oysters. Yeah. So do mark That's it down. That's awesome. So uh, tell people about Dakota Seafood because we mentioned them, I think, when they were first getting ready to right. open. But they're kind of a big deal. I think they're really finding, yeah, following in town. So Dakota Seafood is at 57th and Western at the bridges of 57th, and it's in the former Cleavers. It is a fresh seafood business. So if you like to prepare seafood of all kinds at home, you can come in and buy uh, an assortment that changes daily. You can even special order. Um, They've got sushi rolls there. They've got other kinds of grab-and-go options, a little bit of produce, and a lot of kind of rotating features. But they've got a good wholesale business, too. Dakota Seafood started in Rapid City and then expanded to Sioux Falls. And wholesale's been great for them in Rapid, and they're starting to ramp that up here. So uh, we did a piece last week on a relationship they have with Bredico. So David from Bredico comes in and buys uh, clams or shrimp and, you know, uh, Mm. uses those in his dishes over at Bredico. So they're hoping to grow that restaurant business. And then they do event business too. So hence the Oyster Bar, you know, they'll set that up at your event. So, But their their deal is, because everybody says, and and I do this too, it's like I don't buy much seafood here because you just don't know how fresh it is. And there's a difference between fresh seafood and not fresh seafood. People try and they do a good job, but once you go somewhere, you go to Florida or Portland or wherever, and you have have crab cakes in Baltimore, you know, I mean, that that kind of thing, then it's not quite the experience. But these guys are bringing it in as fast as you possibly can. Almost every day. And and I think it's the expertise of the staff, too, you know, where they can talk to you about how to prepare it mm, and what yep. it is. And that makes a big difference, too. I love seafood. but I Now I know. feel like I want to stop there for dinner on yeah. the home. I oh. might just do that. Scallops. The crab cakes are the best sellers, and they look outstanding. Oh, they have oh, they have them already mm-hmm. prepared. Oh, yep. see, that's a really good. Mm, I love. I mean, that might be on my list tonight. We'll Let's see. just stop for a moment right? and think about crab cakes. Um, we'll be back in about twenty <laughs> minutes. Uh, you know, we we don't have time to hit all the uh, restaurant stuff right now that I want to talk about, but we're gonna we're gonna break right here and come back and talk about uh, the world of restaurants because it's constantly changing and there's a. Some big stuff going on, and we've got even more stuff. I want to talk about Sue Steele. You're going to have to remind me because I feel like we've had so many restaurants since oh, we've talked that you just you ask and I'll tell you what I know. How it's about crazy. That? That, All right. that works for me. Okay. We'll come back with Jody Schwan from Sioux Falls.Business. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000.
KSOO. Four thirty-three on the Patrick Lally Show, Information One Thousand KSOO, and we continue our conversation with Jody Schwan. She is founder of Sioux Falls Business and uh, the main force behind Sioux Falls Business. And we were talking about uh, some restaurant stuff before the break, and people love restaurants. So a couple things I saw. Uh, you had a thing on WR, which is the company that used to own Minerva's and some of those outlets, the bigger ones, and they have sold to, they sold some of those off to, uh, I apologize, I can't remember the company's name. Vanguard. Vanguard, thank you. Yes. And they're doing fine, but now WR is opening a different concept in the, what used to be Beefo Brady's at 69th and Western? Yeah, and you know it's exciting, and I'm I'm happy to see them continuing to expand in the market. Um, Paul Van Bockern, who's so associated with WR, um, is essentially retired now. So to see the company going uh, on and continuing to pursue new concepts is good and healthy for the market. I think so. Just to sort of break down who owns what now. Yeah, um, it's always good. Look WR at the scorecard. WR is uh, owner operator of Phillips Avenue Diner, Red Rosa, Tap House Forty One, All Day Cafe. And then 16 restaurants in other markets, including Minerva's in other markets. I see. So Minerva's in downtown Sioux Falls and Girl 26 were the former WR properties now owned by, by Vanguard, which also owns Maury's Steakhouse and soon Turks and Caicos Cabana Grill. Yes. There's your quick and overview we're gonna of go the to Turks uh, area and, so, restaurant uh, market. WR still owns. So like, back on WR. They own the Minerva's in Sioux City, for instance. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they now are taking over the old Beef O'Brady space, which really was not vacant for long at all. It's 69th and Western. And we really don't know a whole lot about what they're going to do there. So a name has not been finalized. Details mm. of the concept have not been finalized. But it's a new concept. The deal really just came together. So it's a new concept. It is going to focus on lunch and dinner, kind of a neighborhood gathering space. What they said was a modern but approachable menu. And there's a lot of renovation to be done to that space, uh, so they expect to open in the fall. But I think it's a good fit for them. They don't have anything in that neighborhood. That neighborhood is growing. The demographics are very strong there. So I'm excited to see what they do. Well, uh, isn't uh, McNally's is right around there somewhere too, right? Is it down the street? I can't remember. McNally's I can never is remember essentially the cross across street. the street, you yeah. know, and a little okay. bit back. Got um, it. Uh, we're and they seem to do a, well because they're neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they, I think they do great. Um, I think there's room for more, you know, mm-hmm. in that market. We had been told a restaurant was interested in what's known as the Wedge, um, Wedge and Western the on day. the other corner. I don't know that that deal's done yet. So there will be more to, to come. Callaway's, of course, isn't far away. Mm-hmm. Um, Craven isn't far away. I'm sure you'll see more coming at 69th and Louise. So that whole corridor is developing pretty well. Which brings us to uh, talking about the uh, Vanguard. Last time you were here, they had just announced that they were going into what used to be Bracco. Okay. Now, yeah, so that put that puts you gives you a timestamp. Yep. Since then, they've announced some more stuff. So okay. what's going on? Okay, so we didn't have there? the name. We didn't really right. have we a lot of detail anything. behind the concept. So the name is Turks and Caicos Cabana Grill. Turks and okay. Caicos, like the island nation. Uh, um, Cabana Grill. We. We think everybody's probably going to shorten it to Cabana Grill, and that's just fine. (laughs) But the renovations are underway there, and, you know, that building is more than a a decade old, um, probably needed some remodeling anyway. And the new look is going to be light, airy, fresh, clean, so we're thinking kind of classy coastal feel. Mm -hmm. And the menu will be inspired by, I I think, a lot of uh, coastal flavors, a a variety of different things. I haven't seen a preview of the menu yet. They're still working on it. Um, But, you know, they know that people like to eat outside there. Mm -hmm. Um, They're really focused on the bar area. The cocktail menu, I think, will be outstanding, and they know that people like brunch, too, so I would expect to see brunch coming back. As for the opening time frame, um, you know, I'm going to put it at maybe early May. I don't know. Yeah. I always like to build in a little extra time when construction is involved, so yeah, I, I would guess early got, May. They've got a bunch of pods sitting out in the parking lot there. I noticed that today, so work is on underway oh, yes. in some way. Work is definitely happening. The painting's going on, and, and it's a lot of cosmetics. You know, we're not mm-hmm. moving walls in there. But it'll look entirely different. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, anything on uh, uh, what uh, on stars? 
that building? No, you know, I just drove by it on my mm -hmm. way here. No activity to speak of there. I, I check in on it every once in a while. It's a, it's a little bit of an odd size, I would say. So it's going to take the right concept. I do think um, the vision is still for a restaurant, not that you couldn't repurpose that building into something else. But I think the hope is to get some kind of food and beverage user in there. It's a great spot uh, when you're on a bike ride. Let's just say mm -hmm. that. And it was you can a, easily pull off the trail yes. and check it out. Yep. It was a very popular place for people on bikes. So we hope something else goes back in there, in my world. Um, so restaurant stuff, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else in my restaurant world. Well, we had a new Starbucks announced this no, week. That so big. that was a big deal for the east side over on East 10th Street. Uh, nice new retail center in front of the new newly expanded George Boom Funeral Home. So Starbucks will anchor that. Again, that's a fall opening. And as soon as the news came out that Starbucks was coming, the broker listing that started getting calls from other businesses that were curious <laughs> about maybe uh, becoming neighbors because that's a big, big traffic draw. Flyboy Donuts also yep. come into that area on 10th Street. Right across street the street, right? In the spring, right on the same side of the street um, in that area of 10th and Monson. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really getting busy again over there. It, it it's that's been a commercial sector for a long time, but it was some of those places were getting a little old. And they've been pulled out of there and it's been rehabbed. So that's yeah, good. there's been really nice revitalization actually all along 10th Street and it's not done yet. Uh, hey, uh, the, I want to save the the um, the Sioux Steel stuff for uh, later, but this Amy Dawes story and <laughs> and you were kind enough to hook me up with Amy Dawes yes and she's, she's gonna be on the show on Friday oh you'll love her she's great but that show that story which is great by the way on your website SiouxFalls.Business um, it, it's just gone crazy I saw the po you had a posting on there today or yesterday recently that that's gotten picked up all over the place got picked up by BuzzFeed it got picked up by Scary Mommy the mom uh, digital media outlet so, and it, you know, she deserves it. It's a great story, and, it, and it's a great story for Tires, Tires, Tires. It's a good example of a business thinking differently, having fun with something, um, really finding a unique way um, to promote itself and, and to be just a good community citizen. So the story here is Amy Dawes is an author, and, and first of all, she's a great story in herself. Yep. You know, I, we have these people who are so successful in town and just very quietly so and kind of known within their own universe and their own network of people. And for Amy, uh, it's the romance literature genre. Um, she writes romance novels, and she's had a number of them published. She's sold at Barnes & Noble, on Amazon. She's in the Kindle program. It was all going great. It was going so well that she could quit her full-time job to write. It's kind of the dream when you're an author, uh, except it didn't work out right away. She found that all of a sudden she's at home during the day, mm -hmm. didn't have to go to work, and couldn't write. <laughs> Writer's block struck. <laughs> she goes, I'm just so used to writing at night whenever I could find time, and all of a sudden I got nothing but time, and mm -hmm. I can't write. They're not so, having the deadline looming over right? you, right? And just, yeah, totally different mindset, different setup, everything. So she had to um, get an oil change, I think it was, or get new tires, one of them. And it goes to Tires, Tires, Tires over on Minnesota Avenue, takes her laptop, sits in the customer care center, and all of a sudden the words start flowing and she can write. She wrote a ton. And so she said, what do I have to do to, to make this happen again and go back? So she took her sister's car in the next day and pretty soon she's running an oil change service for the neighbors and bringing people's cars into tires 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 mm -hmm. and i said are they catching on that this lady keeps coming back day after day and parking in the customer care center and uh eventually her friends sent her a fake invoice from tires 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 for consuming excess coffee and cookies and somehow that got back to the manager a uh, great guy, Gary Michaels, who uh, reached out to her on Facebook and said, this was not from us. We're not charging you. And, right. and all of a sudden, this whole story comes out. So anyway, her editor, and she's posting about this whole thing on social media the whole time, and her fan base is just thinking this is terrific. So her agent um, said, well, you need to write a book about this. Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, I don't know. I'm not a, I don't want to write a book about a mechanic. Like, you know, if I don't have time, if this doesn't work, I'm not doing it. And she sat down and she wrote this entire book in 13 days, despite having the flu and her kids being home and all kinds mm -hmm. of other things. So, 
Um, I believe the name of the novel is Wait for Me, uh, and it's being published really soon. So, um, and it in fact is a mechanic. Involved. It is, and yeah. they shot the cover it at Tires, Tires, Tires. <laughs> I mean, it's just a fantastic story. I've pretty much told you all about it at this point, but but you can go um, read it at Sioux Falls You can, you and it's know. actually it's a lot more fun when Amy tells it. So you'll enjoy having. That's her on awesome. The show we'll for have sure. her on the show on Friday. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Um, we're going to come right back and talk more with Jody Schwan. She is with the founder of Sioux Falls Business, which is. Uh, a website, SiouxFalls.Business, not .com, and then you can follow her, of course, on all the social medias. Facebook, you catch everything, which is great. We'll be right back. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Maybe the sun will shine today. 447 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we return to our conversation with Jody Schwan of SiouxFalls.Business. That's SiouxFalls.Business, not .com. Go find it. Bookmark it. You can find out all the latest. Get the newsletter. You, you know, I always forget Perfect. about the newsletter. I get the newsletter. The uh, that email. newsletter has grown really nicely, and we haven't really talked a lot about it. But, yeah, you can sign up right from SiouxFalls.Business. Just enter your name and email. You get that newsletter for free twice a week. Well, and it's a great way if you're not a person who – is always on social media or always, you know, trolling websites or whatever, not trolling, searching for websites to get a couple of week, a couple times a week, you get an update. You can see the stories. You go read them if you want. For most people, honestly, it's plenty. I mean, we are not all like me and news junkies. I get that. So, you know, if you want business news six to eight times a day, Monday through Friday, we can certainly deliver it. But if a couple times a week is is about right for you, we can take care of that too. And then it's kind of just a reminder. I'm going to go look yeah, and see what else is right. there. Uh, I mentioned earlier Sue Steele. Now, this is a, as big a announcement downtown. Now, we've known it was coming for some time. At some point, Sue Steele, which is right on the river, just north of 6th Street, had to move. I told somebody today, I think I've been asking about it for five years. Wow. I know. So now, it is. It's a big deal. They're a private company, and they've been there for 100 years. They're pretty guarded. They're not a real public organization. Right. So it, 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 there was not a lot of conversation all the time about it. But it's, it's exciting. What's, what's going to go there? What's not going to go there, Jody? And I think the way they've approached this is very interesting. I actually commented to them last week when they were uh, allowing us to walk through the site that they're treating it, to me, more like a public project than they are um, a private development as far as the approach to holding open houses and asking for input, which is interesting. Um, and they really believe that because they are surrounded by public land, Falls Park, Parkland, um, and other downtown development, that they want to be good neighbors and they want to make sure that their development fits in um, with everything else that's happening downtown. So I think that's a good thing. I also think it's a good thing because Uh, There are going to be some challenges with that site, as there are with any site downtown when it comes to actually building on it. And likely they will require some type of public-private partnership, whether that's tax increment financing uh, or some other type of um, incentive program um, just to make it work. Mm -hmm. So, um, So this is going to be a public conversation, and it's good that they're starting it publicly on the front end. So that being said, uh, it's a little under 11 acres. It is um, bounded by the Big Sioux River and the Greenway to the east, Falls Park to the north, the Upper Falls, Phillips Avenue to the west, and the Uptown Development, and 6th Street to the south. So there's a lot of potential. Unlike the rail yard property, which is also 10 acres, this is one big chunk of land. Mm-hmm. So you can think a lot more globally with it. But like you said, it's a private development. So while it's nice to solicit ideas and and do some dreaming around it, ultimately, whatever goes there will have to be supported by the market. And that's going to take a partnership with a developer, with someone who has expertise in commercial real estate, um, to look at what the downtown market can support, what level of density. I, I think, frankly, it's going to have to be a significant level of density if you're going to need some type of public-private partnership to make it work. Yeah. So I would expect to see, I have always envisioned some type of hotel on that site. Um, Mm. I think it's a great fit for a hotel. I know we've been talking about a lot of hotels downtown, um, but I picture a top-level 
ballroom event space with views of the falls, you know, that would be really a showstopper um, of a hospitality type of anchor for the site. But really, you can construct, the, the buzzword is mixed use, but you can construct a nice mix of uses within that property. So uh, certainly retail's a fit, um, certainly some kind of residential, but I don't know that they will go heavy residential there. And given the fact that the Levitt shell mm-hmm. is going to be right there, um, bringing 50 concerts a year, um, that's probably a good idea and there's to not two, go real heavy residential. There's a lot of residential on the other side of There's Phillips. a lot of residential just to the west, including yeah. the Cascade, which is bringing lots more apartments to the area. And there's going to be residential in the rail yard redevelopment, which is also walkable to the Sioux Steel property. Um, the warehouse, one of the warehouses there, um, is there's talk that that would be preserved that's and turned cool. into some kind of marketplace. Love that idea. Mm-hmm. Again, I hope the market supports it. Yeah. it. You know, it might be a little early, um, but if you build something flexible enough and it's hard to get more flexible than a big open warehouse, quite frankly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can do a right. lot of things with that. Um, but the idea that they're going to preserve that is encouraging to me. Everybody wants to keep the sign, that iconic sign. So um, that's not going anywhere. I mean, it might move somewhere else within the site, but I'm sure that's going to be part of this redevelopment. And, you know, I mean, from there, I, I do think you'll see some kind of recreational component to it. I mean, I hope you'll see a very walkable layout. Uh, I hope you'll see greenway development that's done well, he in mentioned, conjunction uh, with it. What's his, Scott Reisden, is that his name? He's the president right now of, of Sioux Steel. He mentioned like the first stage being keeping that shoreline of green space to some degree, right? Right. Well, I don't actually think the property right by there is very buildable anyway. So, yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense to keep it greenway now to to do that urban river walk like the city has done elsewhere and and like is in a master plan that's expensive Mm -hmm. Um, but that's where the public private partnership comes into play because they're going to maintain ownership of the land right sue steel is what yes i was asked this quite a bit um when the announcement came out that they were redeveloping it Um, they will continue to be an owner of the property my guess is it's going to be a development partnership um, where they'll work with a developer you know to ultimately make it happen they're not developers Um, but yes they will retain some ownership so that's where you know you look to probably tax increment financing um, to help with the site remediation because you know there will be some there's a lot of bedrock under that site exactly how much we don't know so they're working through that right now that's going to determine a lot um depending on how much bedrock you have will influence your ability to do underground parking which lends itself you know to all kinds of other either opportunities or challenges plenty of people have experience with that now right in that area so we'll, we'll see how that turns out you know what i don't think is going to happen there and i know there's been a lot of talk about some kind of large-scale public improvement um you know as long as it's a privately owned parcel it's not gonna be a baseball stadium i don't know that you know anybody's going that community minded with this yeah. uh nor should they i mean that's a, a really valuable commercial property yep. not and that it we needs can't... to be dense you're right 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 jody schwan she is founder of the siouxfalls.business website and social media feed and all kinds of good stuff uh jody thanks for being here again and we'll we'll get you back sooner this time went quickly as always yes. thank you We'll be right back to finish up here on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. 458 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Coming up tomorrow, Rook Blalid. Blalid, she's a USD master's student and director of South Dakota's Ready to Run program, which is trying to get more women in politics. We're going to talk to her. That's going to be fun. Join us tomorrow. Patrick Lally Show, right here on Information 1000, KFOO.